بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما وألحقنا بعبادك الصالحين إن شاء الله to commence our short program we will start with recitation of uh, a passage of the Quran and I ask my son Qari Muhammad Shurahbil just to recite a few passages inshallah before we commence أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واتل عليهم نبأ إبراهيم إذ قال لأبيه وقومه ما تعبدون قالوا نعبد أصناما فنظل لها عاكفين قال هل يسمعونكم إذ تدعون أو ينفعونكم أو يضرون قالوا بل وجدنا آباء كذلك يفعلون قال أفرأيتم ما كنتم تعبدون أنتم وآباؤكم الأقدمون فإنهم عدو لي إلا رب العالمين الذي خلقني فهو يهديني والذي هو يطعمني ويسقيني وإذا مرضت فهو يشفيني والذي يميتني ثم يحييني والذي أطمع أن يغفر لي خطيئتي يوم الدين رب هب لي حكما وألحقني بالصالحين واجعل لي لسان صدق في الآخرين واجعلني من ورثة جنة النعيم صدق الله العظيم جزاكم الله خيرا Now we call upon respected imam and my colleague قاري يوسف to render a short نشيد إن شاء الله before we commence with ذكر وموعظة ونور فيه شفاء للصدور وشفيعنا يوم النشور آياته تروي المدى وصفاته نبع الهدى نرقى الجنان بحبه تستقيم حياتنا إلا به 
القرآن والفرقان إليه تنصت الأكوان وفيه تعطر الآذان هو القرآن ضياء يملأ الآفاق ونور يبعث الأشواق وفيه محاسن الأخلاق هو القرآن كم يهتدي الحيران به والنفس كم حنت إليه يعلو ولا يعلى تحت ظلاله ننسى الهموم بقربه لن تستقيم حياتنا إلا به هو القرآن والفرقان إليه تنصت الأكوان وفيه تعطر الآذان هو القرآن ضياء يملأ الآفاق ونور يبعث الأشواق وفيه محاسن الأخلاق هو القرآن أسعد به قلوبنا واغفر به ذنوبنا واشرح به صدورنا يا ربنا أذهب به أحزاننا فرج به همومنا واجعله شاهدا لنا يا ربنا هو القرآن والفرقان إليه تنصت الأكوان وفيه تعطر الآذان هو القرآن ضياء يملأ الآفاق ونور يبعث الأشواق وفيه محاسن الأخلاق هو القرآن بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين جزاكم الله خيرا قال يوسف النشيد uh, we commence, inshallah, with the main part of our program. Uh, just a few words of advice to our congregation and those who are present. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَذْكُرْنَ مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ لَطِيفًا خَبِيرًا This address is to the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam directly and indirectly to all the daughters of the Ummah of Rasulullah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَذْكُرْنَا مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ and repeat, recite, remember, rehearse and revise 
that which was recited in your homes. In other words, the house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The words of Allah, the ayat of the Qur'an which were recited, you should also, you were instructed, the Ummahatul Mu'mineen, radiallahu anhun, were instructed that you also recite those verses. Respected brothers and sisters in Islam, many times we have cultural concepts in our minds and we conflate it with what is allowed in Sharia. Many times we hear people saying, now you mustn't let the girls become hafidah of the Quran because there are certain times when they are unable to perform salah. There's no hadith which prohibits a girl from becoming a hafidah. And for our information, the first of the hafidhat of this ummah was none other than Ummul Mu'mineen Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. None other than Ummul Mu'mineen Sayyidah Hafsa radiallahu anha. None other than Ummu Salama, Ummul Mu'mineen, the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were also women. Many times we are deluded by cultural norms which we inherited from other parts of the world and we assume that automatically to be Sharia. They does not mix what is allowed in Sharia to what is culturally misunderstood. In our legacy, you see there's a difference between the roles that our mothers and sisters play because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept the beauty in their roles hidden and, and very secretive. So we as men, we become deluded and we think we're doing everything. You know, when you get guests at home and they say, hey, mashallah, the food was, was nice. You say, hey, jazakallah, you didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. The husband carries on as if he cooked the food. But the secrecy behind the, the chef in the kitchen, nobody commends or attributes any good to that. And this is why as men, sometimes we become deluded and we think that we're doing everything. If you look in the legacy of Islam, like I said, amongst the hafidhat, amongst the senior of the sahaba radiallahu anhum, Ummul Mu'mineen Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, she was a reference point in the knowledge of Qur'an. In hadith, the, her nephew Sayyidina Urwa radiallahu anhu was a tabi'i. He used to say when, we, when the whole of Medina were unable to understand certain concepts of hadith, they would go to my auntie Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. But where is that? We do not see it, we do not speak about it. Respected brothers, it is time for us to revive and encourage our daughters, encourage our sons. The time for negativity we need to put us. There is enough negativity in this world. Let us encourage our youngsters, encourage our daughters to try slowly. Sometimes we are so negative because we were unable to do something, we don't encourage our children. And as men, especially as, our, as the fathers, I think we are the most at fault. When we see our hips class here in the morning, mashallah, in our masjid, most of the time it's the mothers that's coming to drop the children. The father will come asr time and sit there outside. The jamaat is happening, but he'll sit in his car outside. And the respected mothers are taking out their time. A close friend of mine told me now recently, and I was so happy when he told me this. He says, Karissa, when I take my child to the madrasa or the hips class, I sit and read Quran also so that this inspires my child that I'm also part of his effort. This is what we need to be doing. Just tell your child, go to the hips class. Oh, the Molana is complaining, you're not, you're not present. Brother, you're not there for Fajr. How do you expect your child to be regular with Salah? Or what's, what, is, what is his lesson? If you're not giving importance to a fard, an obligation of Sharia, how is he going to give importance to something which is not fard? It's not fard to be a hafiz of the Quran. It's fard to be a good Muslim. So firstly, I commend and I congratulate all the mothers of our community, all our sisters who are trying in their, in their, in their different ways to contribute to the education of their children. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept their efforts, inshallah, and give us tawfiq also to value that. I thought I'd just mention a few of the names of some, some women in our ummah 
who were known for the excellence in knowledge besides the Sahabiyat. In the progeny of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there was a lady by the name of Sayyida Nafisa radiallahu anha. She was from the Tabi'een. Nafisa bint al-Hasan ibn Zayd ibn al-Hasan ibn Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anha. So the great, great granddaughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She uh, was born in Mecca, Mukarrama. So the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Her father at the age of five moved to Medina Munawwara and from the age of five, she was entering the masjid, sitting in the gatherings of the ulama of Medina. To the extent that she became the reference point of Quran, tafsir, of hadith in Medina Munawwara. And in the later years of her life, in the year 193 after Hijrah, she moved to Egypt with her family. And as she was coming closer to Egypt, the people of Egypt heard that the great granddaughter of Rasulullah, who is the greatest alima of that time, the greatest hafidah of that time, is coming to Egypt. So the, all the rulers and the, the, the senior people of Egypt went to welcome her family. It was around the same time when Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah moved from Iraq to, to Egypt. In the year 198, Imam Shafi'i moved to Egypt. And Imam Shafi'i himself was from the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He would also frequent. So what happened when she came to Egypt? Because of her knowledge, people would come to her house in droves every day to learn hadith, to learn tafsir, and to ask her questions. We're not talking of uh, 2021, we're talking of the second century of Islam. The difference between 2021 and the second century of Islam is that was a century of true piety. This is a century of pseudo-piety. We've got the appearance of piety. We've got the words of piety, but true piety is not found within us. May Allah forgive us and give us the fear to turn to deen correctly. So this was the pure generation and people would come. So she said to the people of Egypt, you know that I am an old lady and I have got a particular routine of my ibadah and my adhkar and my ma'amulat. And now people are coming so much to learn. It's, it's affecting my personal progress. I need to prepare for my akhirah. And just as a side point, if you want to know how she prepared for her akhirah. The historians have written that Sayyidah Nafisa radiallahu anha she dug and prepared her own qabr. And she would enter that hole and she made 180 khatams in that. She says, this is in preparation for when I'm placed there, the malaika know that I made preparation to come into this, into this grave. This is the women of our legacy. So Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah used to frequent her gatherings and he benefited from her. And in fact, he made wasiyah before he passed away Imam Shafi rahmatullah said, when I pass away, I request that my janazah goes past her house and she must make a salatul janazah for me in her house. And she made her salatul janazah for Imam Shafi, her personal salatul janazah on the, on the body of Imam Shafi in her house before he was buried. These, this is the potential for our daughters, respected brothers. I'm not, I'm not saying this because it is my daughter that Allah has blessed me with. Alhamdulillah, she's completing today. But why is it that we cannot express this concern for all our daughters? All your daughters and grand granddaughters, they're our children. If there's something weak that they're involved in outside, there's, there's some weakness that they have, it's a weakness in me. Because we're supposed to be concerned for our children collectively. I can't say, oh no, look at that one's daughter, look at that one's daughter. That's not that one's daughter, that's my daughter. This is how a Muslim thinks. A scholar um, was sitting one day and a janazah passed by and asked him, whose janazah is that? He said, it's your janazah. In other words, let that remind you of your condition. 
And if you're upset, it's my janazah. So like that janazah is going, ours will also go. Like somebody else's daughter is in difficulty or she's not practicing on deen 100%. What am I supposed to be doing? What did Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an do when a person turned away from, from deen? He sent him a letter with a verse of the Quran and he said, I praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to you. This person was a habitual alcoholic and he was from Bilad al-Sham. Constantly he would uh, come visit Sayyidina Umar and Sayyidina Umar tolerated him. And one day he said, Umar said, I don't see this chap. He said, no, oh, Amir al-Mu'mineen, this guy is gone. He's, uh, he's such a bad alcoholic, he doesn't, he's not even coming close. So Sayyidina Umar wrote this letter. He said, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. I praise Allah uh, to, to you with whom there is no other partner. And he says, Allah is Allah forgives all past sins. Allah forgives future sins. His punishment is severe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who favors. There is none worthy of worship besides him and you will return to Allah. So this person looked at the letter. So when he sent the letter, Sayyidina Umar, he told the Sahaba who were with him, Make dua and perform two rakats of salah and ask Allah to guide the heart of your brother. Do not be the helpers of shaitan against your brothers and sisters. And when he looked at this letter, he saw that, he says, he has given me hope. He's reminded me he'll forgive my sins and he is severe in his punishment, but I will return to him. And that person made tawbah. So we should have this desire for all the children of our community, inshallah. And we as seniors also should desire to link ourselves to the Qur'an and make it part of our lives. It's never too late for us to become hafiz. Make the niyyah now, inshallah, even if you're starting with alif bata. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will include our names amongst the huffad, those who are the protectors of the Qur'an. Amongst the, 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 the ladies of this ummah was the daughter of Imam Malik, rahimahullah, the great jurist of, of Medina, the greatest imam of Medina. His daughter, her name was Fatima bintu Malik. And uh, it is said that Imam Malik, his, his gathering was so prestigious that he would wear a new outfit every day before he presents the, the lesson of hadith. And when he would say the hadith, he would point to the blessed grave of Rasulullah and he would say that the, the inhabitant of this blessed grave has said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he would point to the grave of Rasulullah And he would not recite the, the text of, of his book, which is known as Al-Muwatta, he wouldn't recite it himself. In fact, the Khalifa of his time, Khalifa Harun al-Rashid, once sent a message to Imam Malik, because people would take pride in, 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 in knowing that they have a link with Imam Malik, because between him and Rasulullah there are only three chains of trans, three uh, individuals. So, An Malik, An Nafi, An Ibn Umar. That is the silsila to the a golden link between him and Rasulullah in hadith. So people would, would take honor and pride in the fact that their name is linked to Rasulullah through Imam Malik. So Khalifa Harun al-Rashid sent a message to him that, Oh Imam, uh, I wish to hear the muwatta from you so that I can also have this link to Rasulullah So Imam Malik said, No problem, you may come to Medina. And this should be the quality of people of knowledge that you do not subject yourselves to the wealth of the wealthy. Do not belittle yourself by exposing yourself to, to any need in front of those who have the dunya. So he told the Khalifa, if you, if you wish, you, you may come and attend the gathering. When Khalifa Harun al-Rashid came to Medina Munawar, and Harun al-Rashid was a pious king, he said, I wished for you to recite the muwatta to me. He told Imam Malik, Imam Malik said, unfortunately, I do not recite it to anyone. 
So we'll arrange for somebody to read it for you, and then you can be present in that gathering. He told the Khalifa of that time. So when the students would be reading the Muwatta, Imam Malik's daughter would be sitting nearby behind the hijab. And if they would make a mistake, she would not because she knew the whole book of Baha. So the, the students of Imam Malik would say, when you hear a knock, you must know it's from the daughter of our Ustad because she's rectifying you for something you read wrong in the kitab. The father is not going to, you're supposed to know you don't make these mistakes when you're reading the hadith. The daughter will rectify you. The great Imam of Qiraat, Imam Muhammad ibn al-Jazari rahimahullah, he says, from all my children, my daughter Salma, she knew the various Qiraat the most accurately. He said she was a master in Arabic. She would write poetry in Arabic, in Persian, in Farsi. And she was the one from all, she had sons also, and they were well-known imams of Qiraat. But he said, compared to all of them, my daughter Salma, she was the one who took first position when it came to encompassing all the knowledge which she learned from me. And she learned the various sciences of the Quran. So respected brothers, our daughters, these are gems. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala breaks the ideology of jahiliyyah. Where if they were blessed with a daughter, they would feel disgraced that now what am I going to do? with it? Allah broke that in the Quran. He said, لِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ When he says he blessed you with sons and daughters, Allah started with daughters. Allah blessed you with a daughter. It is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give us tawfiq to value those, these gifts and make all our daughters and sons, inshaAllah, the ones who are the hamileen of the Qur'an, the bearers of the Qur'an, the ones who, who try to make an effort and be better than us. We make dua that our children become better than us, inshaAllah. We all have, maybe we've, we know there's certain things we could have done, we didn't do it when we were young, and we think, okay, if we had a second chance, I would have done something differently in terms of acquisition of the knowledge of deen, etc. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq to encourage our children with love, with support, uh, to excel in all the fields that they are studying in, whether it be the dunyawi studies or the deeni studies, and in particular, give them a strong foundation in the knowledge of deen, inshaAllah. Let this be um, an advice for my daughter also, inshaAllah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the Qur'an part of her life. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that person who places the Qur'an in front of him, it will take you and lead you towards Jannah. Let us always keep the Qur'an and the love of the Qur'an, the respect for the Qur'an, the knowledge of the Qur'an in front of us. Let the Qur'an never be behind our backs. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the person who places the Qur'an behind his back, it will push him into the fire of Jahannam. He won't know which way he's heading in this dunya. May Allah protect. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant acceptance to um, all our huffad and hafidhat and alimas in our community in the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And also a mubarak to my, uh, my wife. She's done most of the effort because she's going to tell me, you, you said when people praise the food, then you have to give a compliment to the cook. So I'm, I'm giving mubarak to my wife, uh, Muallima Habiba. And by the way, it's not against Sharia to say the name of a, of a woman um, in terms of Sharia. Culturally, yes, there's a practice that normally people don't say their wives' names, but we know the names of Sayyidah Khadija, we know the names of the daughters of Rasulullah Sallallahu Fatima, Ruqayya, Zainab, Umm Kulthum. But it's not, it's not some, otherwise somebody's going to give me a lecture afterwards and send me a message, Mahana, why did you say uh, your wife's name? We, we know the names of the wives of Rasulullah Sallallahu So yes, culturally, generally, we don't practice that. But it is a time in which I express my appreciation. She did most of the hard work. I just did some of the polishing here and there with the tajweed and that. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept her and accept all her efforts, inshallah. And uh, uh, give us tawfiq, inshallah, to continue. And uh, also in our community, may Allah revive this uh, 
science of Quran and the love for Quran in our children, inshallah. Because tomorrow we're not going to be here. We're not going to be here forever. We have to leave behind that legacy that when we pass away, we don't just have people sitting. Sometimes at janazas we see people want to read for their father, but now they're sitting with the, with the, with the para and, you know, and moving the thing, but the mouth is not moving. The person is having difficulty to read. And some are just smiling. And smiling and looking is not reading, you know. Recitation of Quran is moving the mouth and reciting the huruf. Like in salah, there's another misconception. And just off the topic, a mas'ala which we need to remember. Sometimes we find people making salah and, mashallah, very devoted. And you see the eyes are closed and the head is also bowing down. And, and then nothing is happening. The mouth is not moving. There's no Allahu Akbar uttered. So the, the salah commences when you say Allahu Akbar, not think. At the time of nikah, when the guy is getting married, the imam asks him, do you, do you accept this girl in your nikah? He don't just smile with the imam. He has to say qabil to nikah. You can't say the imam, salah, I accepted him in my heart. That's not accepting. You have to open your mouth and accept. So similarly with salah, you, you need to say Allahu Akbar. You need to say assalamu alaikum. You need to move into posture, from posture to posture. Move your mouth. Recitation of the Quran is the same. Reading of the Quran is not just looking at the pages. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq and accept uh, my daughter Zinira and all uh, our children insha'Allah uh, for the khidmah and the service of deen insha'Allah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them all sadaqa jariya for us and our families insha'Allah till the day of qiyamah wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin insha'Allah Zinira you can recite your, your last lesson just put the mic on Shall we 
النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولله الحمد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولله الحمد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وما أنزل من قبلك وبالآخرة هم يوقنون أولئك على هدى ربهم وأولئك هم المفلحون صدق الله العظيم إن شاء الله إن شاء الله when you're making dua let us keep in, in, in front of us and in our hearts our brothers and sisters of Palestine who are defending Masjid Al-Aqsa may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this khatam and our gathering here a means of their najat and their protection and a means of protecting Masjid Al-Aqsa from the hands of the Zionists and the Kuffar who are the oppressive regime trying to destroy uh, the, the peace and sanctity of uh, Masjid Al-Aqsa. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect Masjid Al-Aqsa and make this khatam and our dua and our gathering a small contribution in our supplication and turning towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the defense of Masjid Al-Aqsa. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك ولعظيم سلطانك اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الأهوال والآفات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك أعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم تقبل اللهم تقبل هذه التلاوة يا رب العالمين اللهم تقبل ختمة بنتنا زنيرة اللهم اجعل هذه التلاوة بعد القبول هدية واصلة منا إلى روح سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإلى أرواح جميع إخوانه من الأنبياء والمرسلين وإلى أرواح الصحابة والتابعين وإلى أرواح الأئمة الأربعة المشتهدين وإلى أرواح جميع أئمة القراءات والمحدثين والمفسرين 
وسادات علمائنا المحققين وإلى أرواح أهلينا الذين توفوا يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والله اكسبت ختم والله and make it a means of our success and najat in this dunya as well as in the akhirah والله والله may the Quran a part of our lives والله give us tawfiq to make amal on the teachings of the Quran and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam والله grant us barakah all of us والله grant all of us and the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam barakah in the lives of our children والله والله make our children the coolness of our eyes in this dunya as well as in the akhirah والله والله all those of our brothers and sisters who are present and who are not, O oh Allah, who are experiencing any difficulty with their children, O oh Allah, in any type of form or shape, O oh Allah, oh Allah, you remove those difficulties and cool the eyes of their parents, O oh Allah. We make the dua which you have instructed us in the Quran. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا O oh Allah, cool the eyes of parents, O oh Allah, with regards to their children, O oh Allah. Make that our children a coolness of our eyes in this dunya as well as in the akhirah, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, you assisted Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the youth of this ummah, the sahaba, the youth amongst the sahaba, assisted and supported Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O oh Allah, once again give hidayah to the youth of this ummah, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, it is our fault that they have been distracted with various things, O oh Allah. We as parents and seniors have not set an example for them, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, you forgive our sins and our shortcomings, O oh Allah. There is no blame that we can point towards our youngsters, O oh Allah. It is nothing but the mistakes of the seniors that resulted in the mistakes of the youth, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, we were not the perfect examples, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, forgive us for this major and serious crime, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, bless our children with afiyah. Grant them halal rizq, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant them pious spouses, O oh Allah, or sons and daughters. Grant them independence, O oh Allah. Let not make them in need of anyone, O oh Allah. Those of our children who have passed away, fill the qubur with nur, O Allah. Elevate their stages, O Allah. Unite them with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And you accepted servants amongst the anbiya alayhi wa sallam and the sahaba and the tabi'een. O Allah, unite us with our children who have passed away, O Allah. Unite us with them on the day of Qiyamah beneath the flag of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And allow us a small piece of a small piece through which we can at least step into Jannah behind them, O oh Allah. We do not wish to be noticed, not in the dunya or in the akhirah, O oh Allah. We do not have anything to present to you, O oh Allah. We are not worthy of presenting anything to you, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, you accepted servants like the Anbiya, alayhimu salam, were felt, felt that their efforts and sacrifice was insignificant. Ibrahim, alayhi salam, built the Kaaba and he begged for forgiveness and he asked for you to accept it by saying, Rabbana taqabbal minna. O oh Allah, we say, Rabbana taqabbal minna. We do not have even, even something close to Ibrahim, alayhi salam, to present to you, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, accept us and our families, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, accept the Ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O oh Allah, through the barakah of this khatam of the Qur'an, O Allah, remove the difficulty and the plight that the Ummah is facing, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, protect Masjid al-Aqsa from the Yahud, the Zalimeen of the Yahud, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, destroy them, O oh Allah, especially those for whom Hidayah has not been decreed, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those who are being an obstacle for Islam to be established, O oh Allah, and for the, the, the teachings of Quran and Sunnah to take place, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, remove them from the face of this earth, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, this entire world has been brought into existence by you, O oh Allah. It was non-existent, you gave it existence. O oh Allah, you are Qadim, you are beginningless and you are endless, O oh Allah. You are the mightiest and the greatest, O oh Allah. You are Ahkamul Hakimin, and you are Khaliqu Kulli Shay. Oh Allah, you brought everything into existence, and everything is in your control. Nothing is out of your control, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to remove the difficulty that everybody is experiencing in this, in this Ummah, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, whatever personal difficulties we have in our lives, in our personal lives, in our families, in our children, in the form of 
debt or in the form of any type of social difficulty, O oh Allah, we ask you to remove those difficulties. Those of our brothers and sisters who are in debt and are in difficulty, O oh Allah, grant them afia and give them the means to come out of those conditions, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, those who have sick family members and sick friends, O oh Allah, who are expecting us to make dua for them, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, give them complete shifa, O oh Allah. Those of our community and our Muslim brothers and sisters who are sick in hospitals, O oh Allah, grant them complete shifa. O oh Allah, our parents who have passed away, fill their graves with nur, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, make the recitation of the Quran which we recited in the month of Ramadan and the khatam of today, O oh Allah, make it a means of being presented to them as gifts in their graves, O oh Allah. All those who are present, O oh Allah, some of us have got family members, parents who have passed away, O oh Allah, make this dua a means of them being pleased in their graves today, O oh Allah. Allah, you fill the qubur with nur, oh Allah. Allah, have our names listed amongst those children who are obedient children, oh Allah. Let us not be amongst those whose names are amongst the uqoqul, the aqul walidain, those who are disrespectful to their parents, oh Allah. Whatever mistakes we have committed with regards to fulfilling the rights of our parents, forgive us, oh Allah. Oh Allah, and grant those parents who are alive afiyah and barakah and goodness in this world, oh Allah. Grant us children who will be a means of support for us in this dunya as well in these matters of deen, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant us independence from the, 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 the things of this dunya, O oh Allah. Protect us from having hasad towards what other people have. Grant us contentment with the bounties that you have blessed us with, O oh Allah. Protect us from the hasad and jealousy of other people, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, protect us from sihr and all types of physical and spiritual harms, O oh Allah. O oh Allah, grant us purity in our hearts, put nur in our hearts, in our eyes, in our ears, in our, ears, in our limbs, O oh Allah. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allahumma ja'al fi qalbi nura wa fi sam'i nura wa fi basari nura. O Allah, fill our hearts and our eyes and our bodies with nura, O Allah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even supplicated and asked for nur to enter into his bone marrow, O Allah. He didn't need any nur to enter into his bone marrow, O Allah. We ask you, in emulation of the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Allah, you fill our bodies with nur and grant us a life in which when we leave this world, we are looking forward to meeting you, O Allah, and we are looking forward to meeting Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, do not deprive us of iman, O Allah. Not now and not ever, O Allah. Protect us and grant us husnul khatima. When we leave this world, give us perfect iman, O Allah. Give us a tawfiq to recite the shahada with happiness and contentment at the time of our death, O Allah. O Allah, make our hearts content with whatever you have blessed us with, O Allah. Give us tawfiq to wish well for our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters, O Allah. O Allah, unite the hearts of the ulama of this ummah, O Allah. O Allah, this united ulama can result in a, in a fragmented ummah, O Allah. Protect the ummah from fragmenting, O Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah on goodness, O Allah. O Allah, give us tawfiq to respect one another and be respectful towards one another, O Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ibaduka salihun wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ibaduka salihun anta al-musta'anu alayka al-balaghu la hawla wa la quwata illa billah Wallah, all those who are expecting us to make dua for them, who have requested us to make dua for them, Wallah, give them a share in this dua, grant the goodness of this khatam to our teachers and all those who have formed the link in preserving deen and passing the knowledge of deen unto us, Wallah. Allah, make us part of that link and give us the tawfiq to continue the legacy of propagating and defending the deen and the belief of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, O Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta s-sami'ul alima tuba alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullahu khairah for sitting and taking out your time. Respect to brothers.